So we can start with a word of prayer. So first of all, Uneza on the screen. Mr. Pira. Yes, I can. I can see the screen. Yes, the return of the king. Yes, yes, yes. I can see it. Okay. So let, let's open it out of prayer. Our Father and our God, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we come before you. We thank you for this wonderful time that you have given us. We pray that even as we study today, King of Heaven, you will encourage us and that, Lord, we will look forward to the return of the King. We honor you and we praise you in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and we believe. Amen. All right. Okay, so Karibuni Sana. Thank you for joining us. I can see a few people here. I can see Swalin, Karibu Sana Swalin, Sheila, Karibu Sheila. I can see Peter Sano Jambi. I am sure the others believe you are home, so they'll be able to join us as we continue. So today's Bible study, first of all, I hope you, can, uh, you have a pen, a notebook, and your Bible, because we'll be doing a lot of Bible, we'll be writing a lot, so we'll have a lot of Bible verses and a lot of Bible reading. If you have questions, in the process we are, you know, going on in the, in the Bible study, you can post them as chat. Uh, you will probably be answered by some of the guys, or uh, if it's not answered, I can answer later. But we will have a question and answer uh, time. Okay, so if you have a question to Kendale Soma, please write it down. You can write it on the chat, you can write it down somewhere, then you can ask later on uh, when I'm done. Then we'll have time for questions. Okay, so return. Of the king. This is one of the things that when I was growing up as a young boy and as a teenager, I remember preachers preaching about Jesus is coming soon. Okay, and I remember that is one of the messages that you know gave me encouraged me to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior because I knew that Jesus was coming soon. But in the course of time, I have noticed that most churches and most preachers are no longer preaching about the return of Jesus Christ or the return of the King. We are not talking about Jesus who will come back soon. Okay, so that's another whole story that I don't want to get into. What I want to focus is to you know, do a Bible study on Jesus Christ. And there are two questions that I want us to ask ourselves and answer. And you can write uh, those questions uh, even as you, you see them on the screen. I'm going to give you like uh, 30 seconds to write those questions. Thank you, Sheila. Yes, your name is Sheila from Nairobi. I can see that my week has been blessed. Amen. And we thank God so much. He has been your protector. And I know he has plans plan for my life. Amen. I agree with you, Sheila. God has great plans for your life, and thank you for joining us today. 
uh, we will get to chat more when we are finished. All right, so two questions that we are dealing with today. Uh, and then there'll be more questions. But then number one is this, when and how will Christ return? And number two, could he come back at any hour? We need to discuss that because there is a lot of disagreement on how Christ will return. For example, there is some church, uh, I don't want to mention some organization, not just a church, a huge, huge organization that believes Jesus Christ will not return physically, but he will return, uh, that the spirit of Christ is the one that will return, not Jesus himself, but his spirit. So when they say his spirit will return, they're saying that the spirit of love, the spirit of oneness, the spirit of encouragement, the spirit of prayer, that's what they say. That's what they mean. They mean Jesus will not return physically. His spirit will return. And that kind of theology borders very closely to uh, New Age, the New Age movement and the New World Order movement, you know, trying to say that all things are the same and we all serve the same God. We just see him from different perspectives, which is a lie, right? So we're going to look at these points. And one of the things that we have to understand is that there will be a sudden, personal, visible, bodily return of Jesus Christ. There will be a personal, visible, bodily return of Jesus. And I'm going to give you scriptures that prove that Jesus will actually come uh, with a body and he will be seen by people and it will be very personal okay and it will be sudden all right so uh, again take your pens and notebooks and begin writing we just get into this bible study so one of the things that we have to understand is that jesus always spoke of his return okay matthew 24 and verse 44 he says you also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So one of the things we see there is that he's coming at an hour we do not expect, okay? And then he says, I will come again and I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. John 14 and verse three. And then he also says this, so an angel appears, in the book of Acts, and he says to the disciples, this Jesus who, who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go to heaven. Please understand, that's Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Understand that the angels say the same way you have seen him go is the same way he shall return. You saw him go physically, he shall return physically. So Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4.16, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. So the Lord himself will descend from heaven. And he will come with a cry of command. So he will not just come uh, you know, in a nice way. No, he will come with a cry of command. Now, we also have to understand history of trumpet because a lot of people say, oh, the trumpet shall sound. Yes, the trumpet shall sound. But then the question is, who will hear the trumpet? Okay, 
that's another whole story because i believe not everyone will hear the trumpet's call just like jesus said my sheep know my voice and another's they will not follow i believe that the trumpet will only be uh, people will the only people will hear the trumpet will be believers who believe in jesus christ that is why one morning people will wake up and find other and find other people are missing for example in the second coming of christ comes and jesus comes if it's tonight for example and jesus christ returns what will happen is many people will be caught up and we will meet him in the in the skies right so we will move and some some of our neighbors will not know that we are gone until the following morning that's what sorry the bible says that two shall be sleeping in one bed one will be taken away one will be left two shall be walking and others shall be walking on the field one will go one will be left the trumpet call and the cry of command will be in the hearing of those who follow jesus christ let's continue with our scriptural basis of the return of jesus christ so hebrews 9 28 says uh, he will appear a second time not to deal with sin but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him okay now i want you to also prepare your bibles because i'm going to be asking uh, people to read some of these verses all right then second uh, peter 3 10 it says that the day of the lord will come like a thief just the way a thief does not announce okay when he appears we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is that is john first uh, john 3 2 and then the book of revelation says now these are the words of jesus revelation 22 verse 20 surely i am coming soon and john's response was amen come lord jesus all right now again i say if you have questions uh you can post them and also if uh, uh you can go on and write uh, the 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 scriptures in your notebook as they are on the screen but i'm also recording uh the sermon of today uh no not the, the bible study of today uh is being recorded so you can also refer back uh, when in case you missed some points all right I, so the scriptural basis we have to be very uh, accurate with our faith and the reason why i'm giving this it may look very simple uh, why are we talking about the return of jesus christ we all know jesus christ will return yes but as you grow older you will face some theological problems uh, or some theology that is strange people who are not uh, into they don't believe that jesus christ will return so you need to have the knowledge all right and then now the theme of uh, the theme is mentioned this theme of the second christ uh, the second coming of jesus christ is mentioned across uh, the new testament you can also check revelation chapter 1 and verse 7 uh, it says he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him okay every eye will see him right then it is a dominant hope of the new testament this theme that's revelation 1 7 it is a we as a church shall see him then uh, his return will be personal and bodily return the reason why i am 
insisting on this personal bodily return is because sometime back in the Bible study, where, where we did the physical Bible study, someone asked, when we die, when Jesus Christ comes, okay, uh, and shall we be taken with our bodily, uh, uh, physically or spiritually? Okay, and it brought a huge, um, a good debate. But then the truth is we shall have glorified bodies. In other words, we shall be changed in a moment. Okay, and we shall go and meet Jesus Christ. All right, so it is important to note those several points that I have said. Now, someone is asking, because uh, I want to answer the questions even as I teach, so that we don't lag behind. Uh, is the return of Jesus same as the judgment day? No, the return uh, of Jesus is not the same as the judgment day. Now, last week we covered the judgment day, and you can check that on YouTube or on the podcast, I can send you the link. Uh, you can listen about the judgment day because last week we covered it. Then Regina says, thank you for the view, but as one of the persons who doesn't believe in rapture, doesn't think rapture is advocated for in the Bible, I believe the second coming, I request you put a disclaimer that you're advocating a specific school of thought. Okay, I believe in the rapture, and I believe this second coming of Jesus Christ is the rapture. There's no difference when you say the second coming and rapture. It is the same thing. So if you say uh, you don't be, oh, I'm a same, it's Thomas's thoughts. Sour, there's a disclaimer. <laughs> All right, I get. So rapture is the same as the second coming of Jesus. Now, the second, the second coming of Jesus will not. Jesus will not land on the earth. That is one of the things that we have to understand. So we'll be raptured if we shall be alive, or the believers who shall be alive. But again, I agree, it is a school of thought, it's a theological thought, and from the scriptures that I've read, I have seen cases. The word rapture in itself may not appear, but there are cases that point to that. All right? Now, point number two, even as we talk about Jesus Christ, one of the things that we must do, one of the things that the Bible encourages us to do is we should eagerly long for Christ's return. So point number one is there will be a sudden personal visible bodily return of Jesus Christ. Number two, we should eagerly long for Christ's return. Okay, we should eagerly long for Christ's Return. Revelation 2 20, uh, Revelation 22, verse 20, uh, when Jesus said uh, to the to John, and behold, I'm coming soon. John said, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. One of the things that you have to understand about the Old Testament church is that uh, not, not the Old Testament, the New Testament church, is that they were so eager for the return of Jesus Christ that they sacrificed everything, including their lives. They were so eager for the return of Jesus Christ that they sacrificed everything. In fact, maybe the next time we study, we will study the, the persecutions 
and look at how the historical perspective of persecution and how these guys lived the Bible without having the Bible. Because the New Testament church did not have the Bible as we have it, yet they died for Jesus Christ. They, were, they believed that he was coming back. In fact, uh, historically it is said that they believed that Jesus Christ was coming back in the next few years, in their lifetime. That's why they sacrificed so much, you know? And so there's all that that surrounds the eagerness of Christ's return, the eagerness. Of, and this is the gospel that has really been taken away because it seems like Jesus has taken too long to return. And so the pastors of the modern day church or the, the church in the modern age has forgotten to talk about the, the return of Jesus Christ. And now we have settled on earth as if the earth is our home, you see? And you know, there's no problem with settling, there's no problem with having a house and, and nice cars and, and all this stuff. There's nothing wrong with that and pursuing money. But then there's a problem when we do that and we forget that there is a reason why we are born again and we are looking forward to go to our home. So we must live our lives with eternity in perspective at all times. In everything we do, we must always think of home, okay? Because this world is not our home. If you're married, love your wife or your husband knowing that this world is not our home. But the problem is we have settled and we no longer think of Jesus Christ returning. So we must uh, begin to eagerly long for Christ's return. And so here are the Bible verses that encourage us, okay, to, uh, to be eager for Christ's return. Now, that verse, Revelation 2.20, is not 2, it is 22. Revelation chapter 22, verse 20, John says, Come, Lord Jesus. Let me read 1 Corinthians. Uh, where is it? It says, True Christianity trains us to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world, awaiting our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is Titus chapter 2, sorry, 12 to 13. Please write these scriptures down. And he says, our commonwealth is in heaven, and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 3.20. And then the term Maranatha in 1 Corinthians 16.22 means our Lord come. So we are encouraged to always, uh, you know, long for Jesus Christ. So I have a question for you. Do Christians of today long for the return of Christ. What do you think? What makes us, uh, you can unmute Kidogo, we discussed Kidogo. What makes us, uh, or the Christians of today, what makes us not long for the return of Jesus Christ? You lift your hand, I will see your hand, and then what makes the Christians of today not long for the return of Jesus Christ? I guess fear. Yeah? Swalim. Yeah, fearful 
of our feet. We are afraid of our feet. <laughs> so if Jesus returns, yeah. <laughs> yes, Peter's one of them. Yeah, I think the greatest challenge uh, with us, the Christians of this generation, mm. is that we feel that we shall not have uh, enjoyed life uh, to the to the extent that we wish to. Mm-hmm. We shall not have lived the good houses, driven the beautiful cars, mm-hmm. married the beautiful wives, or married the beautiful, you know, the handsome husband. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a matter of we are rushing towards something, mm-hmm. and we fear that if Jesus comes, heaven is not mm-hmm. promised to us that there will be a wife or a husband. Yeah. So I. So I think it's the extent of that. You want to achieve material things. Now, pass it to Instagram. Jesus, I can Instagram. Guys have taken nice photos in the beach and the likes. So I think that's why they don't want Jesus to come now. Yeah. <laughs> so we can say the things of the world and then fear. Mm-hmm. Who else? Why do you think the Christians of today are not eager for the return of Jesus Christ? Hello. Yes. Uh, for me, I think also we lack the assurance. Mm. Um, people, the knowledge, the knowledge that of the assurance of salvation. Mm-hmm. So that lack of assurance makes Christians fear uh, the coming of Christ. They think maybe perhaps of the sins they have done mm. that they will be left behind. So okay. instead of longing for it, they are like, well, let me wait exactly. until I start living right. Yes. I will yeah. be ready for Christ to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally Fine. agree. Hey, Tony? Uh, Papi, thank you for the opportunity. I feel that sin also is one of the things that contributes uh, largely for Christians of today not longing for Christ's return. Uh, because now we've been web busy uh, and, you know, um, we really don't feel like, you know, that heartbeat of, like, I want to see the, my Savior. I want yeah. to connect with the one who died for me. You still want to to feed your flesh with the with the conformity of the world and all that stuff, yeah. and blinding yeah. yourself to the things of the world. So sin, I believe, is mm. the conformity of the world. Wow. All right. So the Bible tells us in the scriptures that I've shared earlier that we need to long for the return of Jesus Christ. You know, when I was younger, I used to be afraid of same things, you know, know, we think that the return of Jesus Christ will be a dreadful day, and yes, that's what we've been taught, that's what we've been preached, but it will not be dreadful for the believer, it will be dreadful for the unbeliever, because then the unbeliever will know that my fate is sealed, I'm going to die again, but for the believer in Jesus, it will be a great day. It will be a day of rejoicing. It will be a day of joy. You know, and there is no reason why we shouldn't look forward to that day. Honestly. So with time, I changed. I began changing my mindset. And I was like, you know what? My sins are forgiven. I am confident that my sins are forgiven. And I am confident that even as I walk towards Jesus Christ, uh, towards my life, 
I am walking towards my life confident that I have been forgiven of all my sins and I am free. Should Christ return now, I am sure I will make it to heaven because it is he who died and redeemed me. So your eagerness, and the Bible encourages us to be that. Such that, ikifika place unaambiwa, we will kill you because of Jesus. You tell them gladly, please do. You know, see, you another kuwaba, oh God, Father, oh Father, Father, please help me. Nisaidia ndonyeze, nyeze kuenda kufulfill call yako. You know, those kind of prayers. And there are so many people at the time of death who would pray those kind of prayers because they have not been living. They know what they are supposed to do. They know the call that they are supposed to fulfill, but they are not fulfilling it. They are not doing it, okay? But then in the moment where they face death, then they are like, oh God, give me more time. Give me one chance to do this right, okay? Yes, sometimes you may get the chance. Sometimes the chance is taken away. And right now in Nigeria, for example, people are getting killed just because they are believers, okay? So we need to long for Jesus Christ. Point number three, we do not know when Christ will return. Now, why I put this point here is because there are some, uh, there are people, uh, uh, I've read books about people who try to predict the return of Jesus Christ, and they use the Jewish calendar to try and, and say Jesus cannot come at this time, he can only come at this time. And one of the times that is really given is between September and October, all right? It is like an open, uh, it is at that time, I can't remember why, but it's an open, I just when they have the Feast of the Trumpets or something like that. So they say Jesus will only return at this, um, at this point in September, all right? So let me check uh, this question. I want to get this. Jesus will come for his people. What about those who are not his? Well, those who are not his will be taken by to whom they belong. Well, my worry, to be honest, will not be about the people who will be left. Yes, I have family who are not born again. I have uncles who are not born again. And I would really wish for them to know Jesus Christ. But when that time comes, I will not feel bad. You know, I will rejoice for because I've made the right choice. I will rejoice because I have eternal life. I don't know about the rest. Okay. We're going to talk about tribulation uh, and share my views of the, what I think the Bible talks about, uh, about tribulation. So we do not know when Christ will return. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the Bible says so. No one knows the hour. Okay. Please write these scriptures down. Matthew 24, verse 44. Uh, and I'm going to read it and say, The Son of Man is coming at an hour we do not expect. So let's also have someone read um, uh, Mark 13. Because I want to read Matthew 25. Uh, where is Matthew 25? Let me read Matthew 25, 13. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Okay? So let's have someone read Mark 13, 33. Mark 13, 32, and 33. Okay, I'll read. Yes. Be on your guard 
mm. be alert. You mm. do not know what, when that time will come. Mm. It's like a man going, uh, that is it. That is three pekeake. 32 and 32. I've read that three. Let me read that too. Uh, but about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven or the sun, mm. but only the Father. Yes. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. Yes. Thank you. So Jesus is very clear on this thing. No one knows the hour, not even the angels. You see, so even when we try to predict that Jesus Christ will come around September or November or whichever time. The Bible is very clear. No one knows the hour, not even the angels, not even the sun. Even Jesus Christ himself does not know when he will come. Only the Father, only God the Father knows that hour. All right? And then write Luke chapter 12, verse 14. He says that an, at an unexpected hour, he shall come like a thief. We shall not expect him. All right? Now, there are disagreements over the details of future events. That's now what, I'm, that's what now um, Thomas Aliandika about rapture. He, you know, he has his own perspective. I have my perspective. But these disagreements do not in any way change uh, the future. For example, if I believe in rapture and Thomas doesn't believe in rapture, does that mean Jesus Christ will not come back? He will still come back, regardless of what we believe. Okay, he will still return. Whether I believe in rapture or, he, or, he, or I don't, Jesus Christ will return. So that's the disagreements that are uh, there in the church about the future. So I want to educate you on this because it is very key and very important to understand this. Thing. Let's talk about the disagreements. So number one disagreement is the nature of the millennium. Okay, how will the millennium rule be? The 1,000 years that Jesus Christ will rule. Number two is the relationship of Jesus of Christ's return to the millennium. Okay, the relationship. How if Jesus returns, will the millennium begin at that moment, or if Jesus Christ returns, what will happen? Which takes us to the third point, the sequence of Christ's return. Okay, how shall it be? In other words, for example, one of the questions, if Jesus comes and is not coming on earth, where shall we be? Okay, and then another disagreement that is in the, in the theological industry, uh, not industry, the theological world or biblical world is the great tribulation period. Kunawatu Maitagwa, the, uh, the people who believe that the church will be raptured before the tribulation. Others believe that the church will be, uh, through, will go through the tribulation. And others believe, that, and, and then in the, in the middle of the tribulation, the church will be raptured. And others believe that the church will go through the whole tribulation until the end, then we will be raptured. And when I say the church, I mean Christians, okay? Now, the ones who believe uh, in tribulation, the ones who believe, uh, and I'm going to look at tribulation, but not now, but I'm just trying to create an idea of what you need to understand about tribulation. The pre-tribulation believers believe that the church will go before the tribulation. The mid-tribulation believers believe 
it will go, the church will be raptured in the middle of the tribulation. And the post-tribulation believers believe that the church will go through tribulation, but then after, will be raptured. Okay, those are some of the disagreements. And then the salvation of the Jewish people, will the Jews be saved at the time of the tribulation? Will they be saved before the tribulation? Will they, will they be saved after the tribulation? Now, the great tribulation is a topic on its own, and I'm gonna cover it on its own, and we will look at all, we will look at it from historical, from the book of Daniel, Revelation. What I'm trying to create now is this understanding of the scriptures. Okay. Then we have the agreements in the church, and the agreements talk about the return of Jesus will be for the judgment of unbelievers. Yes, when Jesus Christ comes, he will judge the unbelievers. We agree on the final rewards of believers. Believers will receive final rewards. We believe believers will live with Christ in a new heaven and a new earth for eternity. We believe that, okay? What we disagree most of the times is the where will this new heaven and new earth be? You know, that's a, uh, those are whole topics on their own. And we have looked at the final rewards of believers. We have also looked at the judgment in the past videos. You can go check them. And I pray that we will begin to learn and develop interest in these things. Okay? So the other agreement is God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit will reign. And then they will be worshipped in a never-ending kingdom. Okay? We also believe and agree that there will be no more sin, sorrow, and suffering. We believe in that. Those are the agreements that we have. Okay? And the last agreement is scripture is God breathed and has no error. Okay? It is inerrant. There is no error in scripture. Now, the next question is, could Christ come back at any time? Okay? At any time. What do you guys think? Someone tell me, will Jesus, could Jesus Christ come back at any time? And I'm following. Hello. Yes. Uh, Pasi, thank you for that. Yes. I just wanted to add something on it, a quick quote. Yes. I think on those disagreements about coming, not coming, tribulation, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> Christian, is it the Christian, the old Christians, right? Eh? Mm -hmm. They said that in essentials, let there be unity. Mm -hmm. That is, essentials like Christ is coming. There is yes. no disagreement on that. Eh? So yes. in essentials, let there be unity. Yes. In an essentials, let there be liberty. Rather, liberty for someone to choose. Let me believe mm -hmm. there is no rapture. Another mm -hmm. one, let him believe there is rapture. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, in all other things, let there be charity. Uh, not the girl, eh? as in, let there be love. Mm -hmm. Let there, let there be love. In any case, I believe that I should fast like two days in a day. Just love me the way I believe it in that case. So in essentials, let there be unity. In unessentials, let there be liberty. In all other things, let there be charity for the love. Thank you. Tony, your hand is up. Could Christ come back at any time? Tony? Yeah, um, could Christ come back at any time? My thoughts are, um, I believe, yes, it, it, it will come at any time. Um, 
because though uh, the timing uh, is not certain that it's uh, according to our timing because mm -hmm. you see even the bible says that uh god 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 the angels themselves they don't know the time he's going to come but mm -hmm. my from my understanding is um he will come like a thief yeah mm. i agree yeah okay. but it's not certain okay yes jesus christ can come at any time hata sasa hivi anaweza peter Mm -hmm. Yeah man now but see, as i think he can he he will come at any given time mm -hmm. since i was a child i was told that jesus is coming <laughs> so that uh, that is an indication that he's still coming so any yes. any given time it could be today it could be tomorrow yes uh, most importantly is how ready are we for his coming mm -hmm. yeah but anaweza uh, come any time but naomba tu akaeka kiasi lakini anaweza come i agree yes any time perfect all right now let's look at that question uh, first let's get the scriptures uh, that predict a sudden and unexpected coming of jesus christ okay now please write these scriptures down because i'm not i will not read them i will only read them for for the recording okay because i also want we will also have a podcast on this so matthew 24 verse 42 to 44 and verses 36 to 39 these are scriptures that predict the second coming of Jesus Christ or the return of Jesus Christ like ile pap sudden the sudden return so maybe i should read you matthew watch therefore for you do not know the day what day your lord is coming but know this that if the householder had known in what part of the night the thief was coming he would have watched and would not have let his house be broken into therefore you also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect matthew 24 verse 42 to 44 and same book verse 36 to 39 matthew 24 verse 50 okay if you're writing matthew 25 verse 13 Uh, verses that predict the sudden return of Jesus Christ mark chapter 13 32 to 37 mark chapter 13 uh, 32 to 37 luke chapter 12 verse 40 and first corinthians 16 to 22 okay so there are more verses coming i, I hope nimaliza kuandika hizi Let me check some of the comments even as we continue. <laughs> is essential yeah the quote here Thomas in essentials let there be unity in non essentials let there be liberty more things let there be charity and love or tolerance. So when Jesus comes what next what are we required to do you will look at that uh, in, in the coming lessons please uh, keep joining the bible study if you don't you may miss some of these things all right or you can listen to the recording one of the things i've realized about recordings is that people say oh i'm going to listen to it and then you keep postponing and postponing and eventually you don't really listen to it so more verses philippians chapter 3 verse 20 
more verses predicting the second coming of Jesus Christ. Philippians 2.20, 1 Thessalonians 5.2, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2, Titus chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, Titus chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, Hebrews 10, 25, Hebrews 10, 25, James chapter 5, verse 7 to 9, James chapter 5, verse 7 to 9, First Peter chapter 4, verse 7, First Peter chapter 4, verse 7, First Peter chapter 4, verse 7, right? More verses predicting the sudden return of Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10. Second Peter 3:10, Revelation 1, 3, Revelation 22, verse 7, Revelation 22, verse 12, and Revelation 22, verse 20, the one John says, Come, Lord Jesus. All right now we finish to the verses let's look at the signs then now when we talk about the 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 second coming the sudden return of the king we must also look at the preceding signs signs that precede christ's return and then ask ourselves one question have all these signs been fulfilled okay you must ask yourself that question. Have all these signs been fulfilled? So some of the signs uh, that are written in the Bible is the preaching of the gospel to all nations. Okay, Mark chapter 13 and verse 10 and Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. So what did you write in the chat, uh, this question? So that I can continue to teach and then we don't take a lot of time. Write in the chat, do you think that the gospel of Jesus Christ has been preached to all nations? Put your answer in the chat room, okay? Then we'll discuss more. Do you think that the gospel of Jesus Christ has been preached to all nations? This is one of the signs, the preaching of the gospel to all nations, okay? So put your answers in the chat. Number two, sign the great tribulation, okay? Now there are verses there, Matthew chapter 13, verse 7 and 8, Matthew 24, 15 to 22, and Luke chapter 21, verse 20 to 24. Now, this is what I think uh, when I read these verses. I think that the great tribulation will find the church still in the world okay so i believe that the church the christians who will be alive at that time will go through the great tribulation and the reason why i believe that is because i understand or because of what the bible talks about when it talks about the coming of the antichrist the antichrist will not come uh, uh, from he will not come as the antichrist he will reign and rule for seven years, all right? 
But this is just a nutshell I'm giving you. There is a lot more on tribulation, but I just want to create this idea so that you go and begin to search. These verses and many more uh, in Revelation predict that the Antichrist will come. And when he comes, he will rule for seven years. And the reason why the Antichrist will be so powerful is because he will, be, he will bring peace to a region in the world that has never known peace. American presidents have tried to bring peace in that region, and no one has uh, succeeded in doing it. So the Antichrist will come and will succeed in doing that. And when he succeeds, the people will follow him and believe in him. And then there will be a sacrifice that he will make in the temple because he will rebuild the temple of Solomon in Jerusalem. Okay? So these are signs of the second coming of Jesus Christ, predicting. All right? But we're going to look at the Great Tribulation. So Sayakuna, don't argue, please don't. You know, we look at it, we'll have time to go through it. Pole pole. Then the number three sign is uh, before Jesus Christ comes is false prophets working signs and wonders. Okay. So the question I have for you, and you can write it in the chat Do you think the prophets have come? The false prophets, do you think they're here? Do you think they are working signs and wonders? Mark chapter 13, verse 22, and Matthew 24, 23 to 24. All right. False prophets working signs and wonders all right signs in the heavens and there will be signs in the heavens okay according to luke chapter 21 25 to 27 and matthew 24 29 to 30 and mark chapter 13 24 to 25 please write these scriptures down for your references in the future all right so let me read um, one of the verses. But in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. In those days after that tribulation after that tribulation so they will see the son of man coming in clouds with great power and glory so we're going to talk about that even more uh, do you think uh so the false the false prophets and working saints wonders do you think they have come number five sign will be the coming of the man of sin and the rebellion this is the antichrist okay this is another sign and you can get your references from 1 John 2, 18, okay? So, 1 John 2, 18, and also 2 Thessalonians. Can someone read that for us? 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. I think we, we may need to read that one. It's a very interesting verse, uh, chapter, uh, portion of scripture. So, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Verse 1 to 10. Uh, who can read that for us? Let me know. 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 Let me know.
The Bible says, yeah. Let me read the Bible says Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one to ten. Yes. One of lawlessness. It says, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to Him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us, whether by a prophecy or by word of mouth or by letter, asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. Do not let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back, will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. Mm. And when the lawlessness one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. Amen. Nine, three. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. Mm. He will use all sorts of displays of power through the signs and wonders that mm. serve the life yes. and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. Mm. They perish because mm. they refuse to love the truth mm. and so be saved. Mm. Thank you. You see, one of, one of the things that we that Paul is saying is that there will be a spirit of the Antichrist. And the truth is this, the spirit of this man, the spirit of rebellion, okay, is already among us. Kids are rebelling everywhere. You know, the people in, uh, in nations are rebelling. There's just a spirit of rebellion. But then one of the specific rebellions is a rebellion against the word of God, a rebellion against the Bible, a rebellion against the teachings of Jesus Christ. Uh, you look at America, they have, uh, they removed the Ten Commandments because, you know, from schools, they removed Christian teaching because they want to bring, uh, they're saying they want to bring the world together. They, you know, everyone, no one should impose their faith on another person. And, you know, the word tolerance has been used over and over and over again by the Americans. And you see, I have problems with people who say, uh, tolerate me, but they're not willing to tolerate you. I have a problem with that. But apart from America, you go to Europe, you come to Africa there. So in Nairobi, you try to preach to younger people and they're look looking at you and wondering, why are you still, you know, why? this is for old people. For example, this topic of today, the return of Jesus Christ, 
many people would say, oh, this is not a topic for young people. It's a topic for old people. But then when Jesus Christ comes back, he will not just come for old people. That's what people don't get. When this theological, when a person is theologically or biblically messed in their mind, it doesn't matter whether it's a kid or it's an old person. These things are happening, okay? And the Antichrist will come with false signs, false wonders. So already, if you look at the world today, the sign, it is being prepared for the second, uh, for the coming of the man of sin and the rebellion. If you look at how the world is talking about peace, peace, and it's a good thing, okay? But that is the thing that the Antichrist will ride on. Peace, peace, I have brought peace. And then before the world knows it, there'll be an entire change of, of you know, things. So uh, those are some of the signs that will, uh, will precede the coming of Jesus Christ. Let me check uh, the charts. So, no. I, what was the question? Uh, okay, so there are, yes, there are places that have not had the name of Jesus Christ. Are you sure? Uh, Thomas? But yes, I agree. You know, people, uh, places like North Korea, there are places that have not had of, of, of Jesus Christ. But then you have to agree that um, the world is moving in a very, very, you see Kamasai technology. Right now we are doing this Bible study. We are recording it. We post it on YouTube. We post it on Facebook. We post it everywhere. Anyone in the world who has Facebook or access to internet can watch us. Therefore, the world, the word of Jesus Christ, the word of God has reached them. Okay. Now, the last sign is uh, the, the salvation of Israel. Romans 11, 12 and Romans 11, 25 and 26. Now you remember previously in our, when we talked about the judgment, I'm almost done. When we talked about the judgment, we looked at the 12 disciples and the 12 disciples will sit as judges and they will judge the nation of Israel. They will judge the Jews, okay? Now, the truth is there will be a very, very specific um, dealing with the Jews. The Lord will deal with them very specifically because they were the ones who were chosen, okay, at that time. So they are blessed and we should keep praying for them, praying for Israel and for the salvation of Israel. And when the tribulation comes, uh, that there will be a lot of um, persecution on the Jews and the church, okay, at the time of the tribulation. But then will that be the time that the nation of Israel will be saved? It is a sign. If you want to see, if you want to understand biblical prophecy, as I said earlier, you have to, uh, to understand the events that are happening in the Middle East because the action of the world will be in the Middle East. In the coming days, action, the entire news, uh, news will be from the Middle East. Okay. Are there any questions regarding the teaching of today? Any questions? Uh, so are there still pagans? Yes, there are still people 
who uh, who have never heard about Jesus Christ. And this is a question from Swalim. Yes, there are pagans. There are people who have never heard of Jesus, or if they have heard of Jesus, they have chosen not to, uh, not to believe in him and gone to worship other gods. Yes, wako, wameja. Atapa kwetu Kenya, and anywhere, like, wako. The problem with Kenya is we, we have what we call syncretism. So we mix uh, God, godly things na, na matribution zetu. And then we call them uh, God. You see, it's God. Okay. Aya, any questions? What you did to your setting. No, no, no. Everyone else and you have managed to you managed to resemble raising hand for me. Yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> you said there there was a time a question about how the like for example the dead who died before Christ um, are going to be dealt with, like the Kina, Kina maybe Nathaniel, Wale Old Testament. You said yes. there was a specific uh, way in which they are going to be handled, which you promised to talk about, but maybe I haven't had that. Okay. Yes, I will deal with that when I there's a topic I'll teach that's called Eternity in Their Hearts. And in that topic, I will deal with how does God deal with people who, who according to us, do not know God, okay, or do not hear the gospel? We want to look at that biblically and historically. The people we think do not know God, did they actually know God, all right? And so how will they be judged? I look at that with time in a topic called eternity in their hearts. Swalini. Okay, I have questions. Yes. Uh, first of all, first, is this the second coming of Jesus or the third one? Because I think first one, Alizaliwa, second, after resurrection. So I, I'm thinking this one is the third one. Then the next question mm. is this phrase, the second coming of Jesus, was it made maybe to keep the Christians intact, not to sin more? Maybe to to minimize their sinning, to to be full in, in in a sort of way. Oh, in in the second coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, who can try and answer that? Moses, you want to answer? All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can attempt. Uh, it's not necessarily i i may not have the answer to that question mm. but maybe i can just provoke interesting ideas in that regard which may reveal the answer because mm. if, if you look at it most christians like right now most christians are easy to believe oh christ died for my sins christ mm. went on the cross and christ resurrected after the third day mm. christians have no problem believing that um mm. i think we Christians most of the times tend to have a disagreement about the tribulation mm-hmm. or will Christ mm-hmm. come back or like for example just what he has asked mm-hmm. 
and uh, and like if you look now if you fast track behind you will also see that a lot of people had read isaiah mm. or had read ezekiel but maybe to them it never occurred that you know mm. christ would come still mm. in their lifetime or something they never believed it of course they called themselves christians pharisees scribes what mm. they digested but they kind of had problems um mm. and you see when christ confronted them he was surprised like he was like why would you be surprised that i'm here mm. and yet you have read all the scriptures if you just read the scriptures you would have known that this was going to be to, to happen this should not be something out of the ordinary mm. so just by the fact that that happened mm. then we have to make peace that now we have to believe that this is going to happen otherwise what's the point mm. of us calling ourselves mm. christians if we just reconcile with the past and yet not reconcile with the future mm. so i wouldn't say that it was just um a fad that was created to to you know to make christians not seen you know or maybe stay astute or something like that mm. I, i i think if you're a christian and you do not believe in the second coming of christ um mm then there are problems maybe yeah. th- those are levels of belief so I, i think that also answers the question of how do you know whether you are born again or whether you have believed mm-hmm. then maybe some of these answers can start revealing because we may have problems with you know the devil going to prison and then coming back to you know to mm-hmm. now but you know we have to we have to accept that reality like if if the good and the bad um, regardless just by virtue of us being christians i don't know if i've answered the question or okay. yes you're done well. yes yes you're done well. ah, yeah. thomas um the, 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 he was asking about if <laughs> the, the second coming is the third coming eh? <laughs> yes. uh not really the first mm-hmm. coming is when he was born until he went to heaven so everything that happened between him being born and him going to heaven that is a fast coming mm. so whether he died and he resurrected mm. okay yeah everything until he was raised that is fast coming mm. now second coming is the next one which is in there in the bible so it's not like that coming it's still the second coming eh? mm. the other one i've forgotten but thanks <laughs> the other one is the, the jesus is coming soon uh-huh. was it coined to put fear in christians they were sitting down not really the soon of the of god is there a thousand years for us the soon might not be our soonest is maybe one hour or two hours eh so yes. now was it to put fear in god to put fear in christian not really because if god is thinking christ is coming soon which to him could be tomorrow or a thousand years yes, yes, the yes. aspect is not fear per se the aspect is his patience mm. so that we might be saved actually Yes. So I don't think it's because of fear. It's a chance for all of us to be saved. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Hi. Um, yes. Sorry, now we are using the same name. I'm not able to raise okay. my hand twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, so I just wanted to to add, mm. not really to add, to answer the other part of the question. Mm. So same as moses has said i don't believe it's you know to make christians not sin mm. but i believe without the second coming of jesus mm. i mean then there's no like final 
once you mention, you know, restoration of creation, mm. eternal reward and, and punishment, mm. meaning there's no future for us. Mm. So the same way, that's why in Acts when Jesus was, you know, disappearing to the clouds mm. and these two men told the um, disciples, mm. why are you standing here looking up? The yeah. same way he's gone up, he mm. will come back in the same way. Yes. So yes. that means actually Jesus will come back. And because now he was here to die for our sins and now we are given a chance, you know, to live a, a, a good life and everything. Mm. He'll now come back to, you know, for the final consummation, mm. to restore everything and to punish um, mm. for eternal judgment and for eternal reward. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Perfect. All right. So, uh, so this is what we'll do next week. I will deal with uh, tribulation. Okay. We'll discuss the tribulation. Then, if if we have some time, we'll discuss what happens when Jesus comes. But we'll first discuss what we call the great tribulation and what will happen at that time, what will happen to the believers, what will happen to the unbelievers, what will happen to us in the period after the tribulation. All right, so let me pray for you. Thank you uh, to the partners and friends uh, who may be watching this. Uh, God bless you so much. Now, if you want to give and to support uh, this ministry, you can give, uh, any amount you can give to that team number any amount is encouraged and we thank you for those who have given towards the, the, the you know this uh, what do you call this by the study this online ministry it's actually i didn't know it's very expensive to do this my goodness hey anyway let, let me pray for you and then we will um, we we'll go back and do our, our things at home and I pray that the Lord bless you. So the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord turn his face towards you. May he bless you in everything you do. May he bless you even as you go out and as you come in. May he bless you in the country and bless you in the cities. May he bless you in all things. May he bless your family. May he turn his face towards you. May he shine his glory upon you and may his favor rest on you. May he, rebuke the, may he rebuke the devourer on your behalf. May he protect you and keep you safe. May he enlarge your territory and expand the places of your dwelling. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May he always be with you at all times and in all things. May he be your witness and your greatest defender. May he always walk with you in all things and at all times. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. In Jesus' name we pray and we believe and everyone said, Amen. 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 So thank you guys for joining today. The Lord bless you again. Baraka kibao, 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 baraka vizidi. Mpaka mjanga nikiwa na baraka. Thank you, Regina. Amen. Thank you for the great lesson today, Amen and amen and amen. Now, if you have a prayer request, please send it to me on my inbox uh, because we will be starting a time of prayer. Come over and come announce last week. Fasting this coming Monday.
Okay, if you want to join me in that, uh, I will share details on the group, and we'll we'll be fasting for forty days. So I'll give. I'll, you don't have to go all the forty days. You can pick a few days in the week, but we'll be having a period of prayer for the whole month of May and some part of of, of June. Okay, so send in your prayer request. I will also be praying on Zoom every day for the next uh for monday for the next 40 days every day and except maybe friday but friday i'll be doing prayers after the bible study 30 minutes each for the next 40 days from monday amen all right <laughs> so we'll i'll be doing prayers at 9 30 from 9 30 to 10 p.m so I think that's a good hour. What would come to Nambani and Maliza Mamboyao? And then we come for prayer. If you're able to join, you join me, we pray. Send in your you can send me a prayer request before, and then you're gonna pray. Some of the things I'll be doing is to also pray using the scriptures. So we'll get Bible verses, Bible portions, and we will be praying using those verses. Amen. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Pussy, pussy. Yes. Nimi nimi invite Sheila. Oh, karibu Sheila. Good to see you. Sawas <laughs> Falin. So, so so Swalin in that note you have received your reward. Imishibo. Sasa unataka bonga points ya mwanadamu ama unataka bonga points huko? <laughs> <laughs> you have to